and we're recording. Hi. Hi, how the fuck are you? My name's Don. This is the Anything But Basketball podcast. Me and uh, Damien here today. And old girl is currently sitting in a chair next to me. Just hanging out. So, uh, no one else joining us today. Bundy's doing homework. Josh is at work. Um, Damien was in Vegas this week. Yes, sir. How'd that go? Uh, I was drunk a lot. Nice. Like, after class, anyway. I was never drunk at class. That would be wrong. Um, but, okay. No, no, I was, I was a good boy. <laughs> until, until, uh, it was time to not be. Uh, but, so, pretty much, drank a lot. And then, uh, Thursday was Valentine's Day. Took the old lady out on a romantic date to a, uh, Golden Knights hockey game. The Bellagio okay. Fountains finger banging. No, no, oh, absolutely not. Okay. Close though. Mm-hmm. We we went to the Bellagio Fountains, but yeah, that counts. That was close. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, yo, know, yeah, that was uh, Vegas. Here's my problem. I don't have a problem with Vegas. They they throw on a hell of a show there. But you didn't real you didn't know if you were at a Vegas Golden Knights home game or a Toronto Maple Leafs home game. Yeah, it was like mostly blue in the stadium. Yeah, kinda and like, the kind of like every what? every time Denver goes to play San Diego or when they used to in like Qualcomm Stadium in San Diego, and seventy yeah. percent of the fan base was Denver. Orange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. But no, I don't know. <laughs> like. There was chance for Vegas, but if there was chance for Vegas going on, the Maple Leafs fans chimed in and made a Maple Leafs chant, and you could hear the Maple Leafs chant better than you could the Golden Knights chant. Anyway, they threw on yeah. a hell of a show over there. Uh, the the pregame shit is insane. It takes like 20 minutes to start the game. Um, yes. But... I went. I went to the game. Toronto played great. Vegas played like shit. Uh, Toronto's power play is very good. Uh, uh, Vegas just all around didn't play very well. They got a shorthanded goal one time, but uh, other than that, it was just flurry. If it wasn't for flurry, the game would have been like ten to three. Flurry, flurry played good for the Knights, but other than that, yeah. What was Toronto, the final score? Six to three, Toronto. Yikes. Flurry kept Flurry kept a minute for the first two periods, and then he didn't play so well in the third. But he ended up with like thirty-seven saves on forty-three shots. But he was doing real well in the first two periods. His numbers are real good. But uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that'll happen if you're gonna let him throw up forty shots on your goaltender. I mean, I, would just, I mean forty shots is like you're in an average NHL game. You're probably putting. You know, twenty-five to forty every game. It, that's just a, that's a that's a so it should be a pretty normal amount. But just the amount of time that was spent in Vegas's defensive end was that was the, the that was the key to the game. Like they spent 
if Vegas was on one end, or if Flurry was on one end, you were looking at that end pretty much the entire game. They pretty much the entire period. And then if he came to your end, yeah, I don't know. Nice. Do you, get to, do you get any souvenirs? Just a, just a hoodie. That's a, and a okay. cup, a souvenir beer cup, plastic oh, nice. one. It says Vegas born on it. It's got a night on it. Wow. Then uh, half or the, the halftime, the first period intermittent, the first intermission, there was a Cirque du Soleil show between periods. Wow. It was uh, pretty. That's, a, that's aggressive. It is aggressive. And there was a guy who was like hanging from his mouth. Like he was he bit down on something and did some twirly shit. It was weird. Yeah, that's, that's a little much. But things things that made me flint like I was like, nope, I would never fuck I would never do that ever. Yeah. Well what if he fell from like forty feet up and just smoked the ice? Would they cancel the game, you think? <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably be a game ender. <laughs> yeah, buddy just buddy one wrecked the ice with his head. Yeah. Two, there's brain matter all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you'd probably have to send everyone home. Refunds are in order. Yeah. That's Which what would I would be, be nice. for. Should be nice because those, those tickets were pretty pricey. Yeah. If you went and saw the Coyotes game, Coyotes game on like Tuesday was like 68 bucks a ticket. The one that we went to, Maple Leafs, the cheapest ticket in the stadium was the ones that we had. Hundred and seventeen bucks a ticket. Wow. So you're up in the nosebleeds. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, whatever though. Mm-hmm. I mean, so at least we got to go. At least we had something to do Thursday night, you know. That's yeah, probably fun. Yeah, we had a good time. I want to go with fucking uh, Bundy and Josh to that Dallas Bears game at Soldier Field. I just don't know what it is. Me either. I could look it up, but yeah, that. We'll it's not that important. It it's, it's a ways away. Yeah, it's quite a ways away. But I have to figure something out as far as... Hopefully I just have, by some stroke of luck, I have that weekend off. Why wouldn't you just figure out what weekend? Can't you just ask for time off? Uh, Not if there's already too many people asking for that same day off. Well, why don't you get on the interwebs right now and then the next time you're going to work, take that day off? Because the schedule's not out yet, I don't think. I mean, it is a little far in advance. Yeah. I don't think that's scheduled. I mean, you have the opponents, but I don't think the schedule is out. No, it's not. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, like Denver plays the NFC North this year. So they play the Bears, Packers, Vikings, and Lions. And then they have two random people from the AFC, like the Bills. And someone else. And then they have their AFC West games. Why don't we just go to... Why don't we just fly to Mile High? Yeah. Yeah. Just fly to Mile High. Yeah. Not a bad idea. But... I can get a direct flight from... I can get a... I can get a direct flight to Denver from here. I would do that. You have to go to Chicago and then to Denver. Well, I would just go down there. And then go there. Okay. So whichever whichever game lines up better for my days off is where I'll make my decision. If it's just us going to Denver, fuck it. I'm going to make Von Miller sign some shit, though. Mm -hmm. 
He ignored me last time, and I yelled a lot of obscenities, and I don't appreciate it. We were drunk before the game started. Well, that's fucking the beer guy's fault for hanging out. Hey. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm just going to sit right here. All right, Latroy. You know, I'm not going to say what ethnicity he was, but I think he can figure it out. You guys, <laughs> you guys want another beer? He was just, he didn't really go anywhere. No, he literally, like, as soon as you got off the stairs, he was there. Yep. Just waiting with the correct change. I don't know what his deal was. But, uh, talk about, uh, I mean, this is already over, but the Evgeny Malkin suspension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he played well last night already. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if I agree with it entirely. The suspension? Yeah. I mean, it could have been a lot worse. Could have, I mean, he didn't even make contact, though. Yeah, I, I just, I, you gotta... You got to punish him for the act, the, like the intention. Yeah, I guess. What he was going for was a b- was bad. Yes, but he didn't. He's a psycho. Here's what bothers me about it, okay? Okay. Mike Raffle, okay? Yeah. They're arguing for the puck, flyer sideline, right? Mike Raffle turns around, Malkin's not facing him, and he swings at the back of his head. Obvious punch. Tries to run away. Malkin swings his stick backwards. Doesn't hit him. But is close. Malkin ends up with the suspension. Mike Raffle, I feel, should have also been suspended. For the miscellaneous punch to the back of the head for no reason. Yeah, I mean, you could you could look at that. You could look at it that way. I would say, uh, if you're... Yeah. I would if I was to suspend him, I would have done each one game and then given Malkin a half to your fine. Yeah, that would have been fine because Malkin's intent was more malicious. Than, Can we uh, just talk about how it's like how much of a psychopath you have to be to start swinging your stick at somebody's head? Oh yeah, you have to be a total lunatic, but <laughs> like to lose it like that, like that's insane. You talk about the. Uh... Well, moving on from that, even okay, Malcolm got a suspension. Yeah, that's fine. How about the Blues? Ten game win streak, three shutouts in a row. That's that's impressive. And it, and this goalie, this uh, this uh, this Bennington guy, holy fuck, twelve wins. He's only played for he's played in sixteen games. He has twelve wins, one loss, and one overtime loss. One one point five eight goals against average, and a ninety three. Our 9.37 save percentage. Yeah. Very, very good. Making Jake Allen. The last two, the last two starts it. for him were were shutouts, obviously, and then yeah, one against, both against Minnesota. No, one was. Oh was it? no. One, one was, was against the Coyotes. Minnesota. One was against the Coyotes. Yep. Yeah. And the Coyotes. Coyotes shutout was only 21 shots, so. Yeah. Not great. But... Thirty-one from the Minnesota game though yesterday. How about Vladimir Tarasenko? He's got like six points the last three games. Nice. What a guy. I Fucking like laser. I, I I'm a big fan of that name, Vladimir Tarasenko. That's fun to say. Yeah. Is he Vladimir he must, Tarasenko? He must, be, he, he must be Russian. 
I would imagine. I would imagine. Sounds that very he's Russian. He's Russian. Russian. I know. Yeah. Big I know. Time. I was making this. Uh, he's 27 years old, and he uh, is way cooler than me. Yeah. <laughs> very, very much so. He's Plus been with the Blues the entire career, though. Plus that goalie. That goalie is our age, and he's living the fucking dream right now. Oh, yeah. Bennington? He's fucking... 25, 25 I think. But... He's fucking just out here shutting people out and shit. 25 years old. From Canada. Go figure. He's making only 600k this year. Yeah, well, if he keeps it up, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think. I mean... I mean, he he's kind of an ugly motherfucker, though, if you look at his picture. That don't matter. Money talks. Six foot two, buck sixty. Wow. Six foot two, a buck six. Jesus. He's 25 pounds less than me, but he's approximately six inches taller. Yeah. Well, four inches taller. Yeah. That skinny little fella. He's just jumping around out there, though. He played for the uh, Toronto Toronto Dixie Beehives, mm. the Peoria Rivermen, the Owen Sound Attack, twice, Kalamazoo Wings, Chicago Wolves for a stint, to the Blues for a game, back down to the Wolves for 32 games, and then, uh, yeah, now he's here. Yeah. Now he's arrived. Providence Bruins played uh, last year, 27, 28 games. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's kind of ugly. He, yeah, he's an ugly fella. That's not his fault. He was born that way. But, uh, I mean, what are the chances the Blues take over the Pred spot, though? Because the Preds, I think, are at least... Nine or ten points ahead. Mm. Preds are not their own. Well, Preds are six points ahead now. The ten-game winning streak's helping. Yeah. Yeah, they played Colorado. That was a divisional game. The Wild was a divisional game, I think. Yeah, ten-game win streak, very good. Vegas, they were on a three-game losing streak. They finally got a win. Yeah, they're yeah, they're six points back now. Wings suck. The wings are terrible. Colorado's also terrible. They weren't terrible, and then they regressed into terrible. Yeah, which is nice. It's always nice when you start nice, and then you just shit the bed mm-hmm. right when it matters. That's what it's all about. I mean, that's the story of the Red Wings every game. Start yeah. out start out playing really good, and then... Uh, Colorado's at least six points out of a playoff spot behind the Stars and Wild. Three points behind the Wild, another three points behind the Stars. The Wings. For a playoff spot, you're talking... Jesus. They're going to need a 10-game winning streak real points. quick. 15 points. They need three teams to fall apart. Yeah, well, they need to go on a 10-game tear like the Blues. Yeah. Not going to happen. 
No, more than likely not. But hey, Wings fans, at least you got the Sen- Senators they who are Senators. worse than you. Hey, they beat the Senators a couple days ago. so Probably in overtime. The Wings, 54 points. Devils at the bottom of the Metropolitan have 54. The Blackhawks at the bottom of the Central have 57. And the bottom of the... Oh, if the if the Wings were in the Pacific Division, they would be third up from the bottom behind the Ducks at 55. Wow. Yeah. So no matter what division you're in, you're garbage. They suck, yeah. Let's go talking about the Wings. Does that hurt your feelings? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Vegas Golden Knights fan now, so... Oh, I would be, too. So moving on from the Blues and the Wings, I guess. Antonio Brown officially requesting a trade from Pittsburgh via Twitter. Well, I don't know if he officially requested via Twitter, but following no. his Twitter, well, yeah, he's definitely all over it. Right. He has officially requested it. Uh, he's also shitting on everybody on the way out, so that's cool. Yeah, why not? Yeah. How about the only reason that Antonio Brown is relevant in today's trade society is because he has a head coach that wants to get him the football and a quarterback who only throws to him. And Juju Smith-Schuster. Mm. No. I don't I don't know if the tack there is going to work in his favor. Well, so... What I'm... Uh... Well, my issues with the whole, and so, like, request your trade and shut the fuck up. That's yeah. my, just be quiet. Why you got to be a fucking drama queen about it? Everybody knows you're, I, I just, it just bugs the shit. Like, well, I don't understand why you can't just request your trade and just be quiet and, like, just listen to offers and, or not listen to offers, but, you know. Go see what's out there, I guess. I don't like I don't know why you gotta shit on Big Ben on the way out. I mean I understand I, I uh, the whole Big Ben's a whole nother issue. We've we talked yeah. about that a little bit during the season. Big Ben like calling out players on a radio show every Tuesday is fucking stupid in my mind, but Yeah, it is. But uh, like that whole it, team is just a, a bunch of prima donnas yeah. who need just some sort of. They need to be constantly told that they're the best in the league. They mm-hmm. need the constant, you know, recertification. Like, hey, no, you are good. So it, it's a bad setup, especially with you got Le'Veon Bell, you got Big Ben, you got AB, Juju Smith Schuster's there. I mean, Juju, I think, is more quiet than the rest. Yeah, people need to. I, I don't understand people shitting on Juju. Like the the and it's it's less now that he had a great another good he had a great season this year a good season last year you know yeah but last year during his good season people were shitting on him for playing video games all the time and posting it all over Instagram and shit but like I just I've never understood that like if he fucking produces he comes every Sunday doesn't bitch doesn't complain does his job goes home plays a little Xbox like so yeah, what he gives a fuck. I mean, he's. We're talking. What is he? Twenty-two. Yeah, something like that. Twenty-one, maybe. 
21, 22 years old. Mm-hmm. We got uh, 2017 at 917 yards, seven tutters. 2018, 1,500 yards, seven tutters. So, how many catches? I wouldn't be complaining. How many catches? He had over 100 this year, didn't he? First year had uh, 58. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, 111. Yeah. So. So he's targeted a lot in the yeah. in the Steelers passing game. One but. fumble lost, which is the one fumble that cost Pittsburgh a potential playoff spot yeah. in two years. But I don't know. I mean, if I have Juju Smith-Schuster, if I have a decent tight end core, if I have young upcoming talent, and I'm the Steelers, and I'm trying to make some cap space. Bye-bye, A.B. Sweet and salty nuts. A.B. is gone. Because he's been nothing but a pox to the fucking locker room. Yeah, I I understand he's very good. And he's put in a lot of work to be very good. But I, part of me is like, I don't know. I just really hate, fuck, this applies to everyday life. This applies to football. I hate really arrogant people. Yeah. I just like, nothing else we, matters. As long as I'm putting up good numbers, yeah. who cares about the team? Like and I don't think Mike Tomlin as a player's coach is helping that tremendously. No, no it's not. When you're tripping a guy on the sidelines. Wow. I mean, who doesn't remember that? I do. I, I mean remember. Mike Tomlin is is a good dude. He's intelligent, he's a good head coach, but he's also been gifted his entire lineup. I don't think he's gone out and drafted anybody wow. besides maybe Juju. Who well, he's, made been there. he's been there for a long time. A remarkable impact on his team currently. He would have drafted AB. he has been there a while. He would have drafted AB, yeah. AB started in what, 2010? Yeah. Tom has been, Tom there. been there since 2010? Cower went out on the fucking... Oh, Mike Cower was before Tom. Bill Cow- yeah, Bill Cower went out on his high horse. Yeah, okay. When they won the Super Bowl and Big Ben's first Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Pittsburgh Steelers since 2007. He's got two Super Bowls. Wait, was, yeah, Cowher was, yeah, okay, never mind, continue. See, uh, oh, what the fuck happened? Okay, he has one Super Bowl as a Steelers head coach. Yes, two on Two staff. total, because he was on staff for the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks when they beat Oakland back in, like, 2000, 2001. Okay. 2002. Gotcha. But, um, uh. I mean, to me, Mike Tomlin is a player's coach. I mean, his team is always relevant. I'll say that. You can't say that about a lot of NFL coaches. But at what point do you say, hey, this guy isn't working, and get rid of him? Now, A.B. requested the trade. Yeah. Okay. Should he have traded AB previous? Yeah. For draft picks, for, yeah. you know. Yeah. 
it's been <clears throat> he should have traded AB before they gave him a huge contract. When it was about when it was about time to get paid, that you got rid of him. But right. hindsight's twenty twenty. You didn't see the drama coming, really, because no, you didn't really hear AB, anything about this because, until recently. Because before AB got paid, you didn't hear any of this drama about AB. AB no. was just the guy who showed up and went to work, came from nothing and made it. Made it, you know, he made it to the big, the big stage and made it to be one of the the best, Dang. one of the best, if not the bit, yeah, the best. I don't know, Deshaun Hamilton is uh, it's pretty Shut good. Yeah, you right. Um, so the next part of that is, so Antonio Brown's gone. You know, he's not going to be playing in Pittsburgh next year. Uh, based on his Twitter, based on just everything, he doesn't want to be there. So where's he going to go? I mean, the Colts have the most cap space. Uh, I don't think he. I don't think, just based on what I've seen with the Colts and how they haven't spent any money to make the amount of cap space that they have, I would say that he, him, and Le'Veon Bell wouldn't fit into that culture that they have going on so there, where it's all and about Le'Veon the team and Bell, nothing. Both of them, Baltimore. I mean. That would be a stick be a... in the craw of the owners of the Steelers. Yeah, quick. And they would both get paid. Mm-hmm. I, I, I could see that happening. Both of them. Yeah. Oof. Look out. Yeah. I mean, if if AB, if you have a guy like AB and Le'Veon Bell, I mean, it, the Steelers were always dangerous with that with those players and big Ben and the offensive line that they have. I don't know how good I haven't really done any studying on the Ravens offensive line, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I would be, like, it would be very dangerous. Happen. Yeah. I'd like to see it happen too, but I think I would I don't also think like see... to see them both at the Cleveland Browns. Quick, a swift kick in the nuts to the Steelers owners. Yeah. Uh, I would like that a lot. Um, Ugh, can you imagine? Well, You'd have to trade away fucking Nick Chubb. You would. Uh, Nick Chubb's still on a rookie contract, though, so they could probably hold him off for another year. But I don't know why you'd keep him. As a third string? Yeah, I guess. Behind Kareem Hunt and... Yeah. Oh, if Kareem Hunt plays. I mean, he'd be second string for at least six games. Right. No, I'm with you. Um. So either the Browns or the Ravens. I I just think that AB is upset with the Steelers. I think Le'Veon is obviously upset with the Steelers. I think they're both gonna team up and go somewhere, and they might even take less money to go there just to stick it to the Steelers. That'd be that would hurt. That would hurt a lot. If I'm if I'm a Steelers fan, that would playing them twice a year. Yeah, that would be no good. No. Especially the Browns up and coming, you know? That would be a lot. Baker Mayfield having A.B. to throw to and Le'Veon Bell to hand the ball to. I mean, Mm -hmm. Colin Coward is going to shit bricks if that happens. Because he he hates, absolutely hates Baker Mayfield. But give him that kind of lineup? Yikes. Baker Mayfield's talented without that kind of lineup, so... 
I'm a Baker Mayfield fan. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Nick Chubb and Jarvis Landry, good two very solid players of that position, but you upgrade fact, both simultaneously? In fact, it will help Jarvis a ton to have a, another wide receiver. Oh, to, yeah. have a, to have a stud wide receiver, and Jarvis Landry gets to play the slot, gets to be that guy that's like... I mean, who did, who did the Browns have last year? Terrell Pryor? No. Besides... No, they had Jarvis, um, Jarvis Landry. Landry. They had some uh, that Callaway kid. They had yeah, just a bunch of no names and a good tight end. David yeah. Njoku was very David good. David Njoku was was solid. He's a physical specimen. He's a physical specimen. He's almost like Vernon Davis. Hashtag yeah. two thousand five. Right. Yeah. But <clears throat> I, I just I feel like one of those two teams are going to make, and the Ravens have more cap space. And I feel like the Pittsburgh Ravens rivalry is a lot deeper. Mm-hmm. But the Browns have, it, it's negligible, the difference. Yeah. Can space. you imagine Steelers fan? I, I, you know, it would hurt worse. It would hurt, uh, it would hurt Steelers fans a lot worse if the Browns got better and the Browns beat the Steelers twice a year, every year. Yeah. That yeah. would hurt a lot more. Shitting on the Browns. Mm, yeah, now you look a lot like the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. James Conner is a tremendous running back. Juju yeah. Smith-Schuster is a tremendous premier wide receiver. They have a couple of good tight ends. But um, the the Browns claiming both those players. Would be if, if you would count them out of the playoffs, I would call you insane. Uh, I agree. The thing is, how much is Jarvis getting paid? Because I know he got paid in Cleveland. He got a lot. I don't know. I don't know his contracts, and I don't know. His, I, is it was it number one wide receiver money though? It was close. I don't know if it was like AB money. No, it wasn't AB money. Jarvis Landry, he has five years, seventy-five and a half million dollar deal. How much is guaranteed? Guaranteed at signed $34 million. Total guaranteed money, $47 million. So 47 of that 57 and a half, or 75.5 is guaranteed. But they still have close to right around $20 million in cap space. Five years, $75 million. Yeah, for Jarvis Landry. They wow. paid him a lot. Way too much money. A ton for yeah, the they... product, and that I mean, obviously, again, hindsight's twenty twenty. But for the for the production they got out of Jarvis Landry this year, that is not very that way too much money. That's a lot, yeah. That's a ton, seventy five and a half million dollars over five years. Yikes! Yeah, that, that's a shitload of money. Yeah. We're talking. Yeah. Seventy-five and a half, five. I'm not good at math, but we're talking like twelve grand, twelve mil, twelve thirteen mil a year minimum. Plus, you already guaranteed him forty plus. So uh, fifteen mil a year. No, fifteen mil a year for Jarvis Landry. That's a, that's a ton of money. So, do they really have? Do you think that they're going to make a long-term commitment to AB who's going to require more than that? 
I don't see it. I, I could see them shopping Le'Veon because their running backs are all on rookie contracts and they could afford it, but I don't know. I mean, I, in a perfect world, in my head, I'm like, Le'Veon and Antonio Brown are definitely both going to the same place and they're staying in the AFC North. That would yeah. be that would be hell for the Steelers, but it would be cool to see. Yeah, but uh, feasibly financially, I don't I don't see it being realistic. Probably not. I mean, Baltimore. I don't think Baltimore has as much cap space as Cleveland has, and I don't think they're going to sign AB after they sign Jarvis Landry because I think Jarvis Landry's contract's only a year old. So unless they can find someone to pick up that option and pick up the contract to get rid of Jarvis, which would, wouldn't improve them as much. No. No, it would improve them to get... You don't even want, like, an A-B. You want... I'm trying to think. Like, A-B is, like, number one wide receiver in the league, right? One of them. Yeah. I mean, it's debatable. I mean, we could sit here and argue DeAndre Hopkins, all that good shit. But... Which I like. I like DeAndre Hopkins more than Antonio Brown, but that's just me. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Probably because he's not such a fucking drama queen. Yeah, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't say anything. He just kind of does it. Yeah. But um, anyway, but I just I I'm trying to think. Is can you look up free agent wide receivers 29th this this off season? Who's see if there's be any, available. Yes, and see. I want to know who's going to like and name them to me, and I'll tell you if that if anything rings a bell. I'll... Let's see here. We got the Demarius Thomas. Yeah, not Randall Cobb. Mm, no, Dante Moncrief. Well, maybe mm-hmm. Jacksonville. Yeah, Pierre Garcon, Tavon Austin, Golden Tate, John Brown. Baltimore. That could honestly, John Brown could be a big one. Yeah. He wasn't used well in Baltimore. That doesn't mean he's not talented. Right. Jermaine Curse. Cordell Patterson, Kevin White, Mike Wallace, Chris Hogan, Cole Beasley, Adam Humphreys, Cody Latimer from the Giants. Denver might dabble back in the old uh, Cody Latimer situation after they got rid of him. I don't see any reason not to. Josh Bellamy, Martavis Bryant, again, a free agent after this year. Brandon LaFell. If you could get Martavis Bryant to get back to the level he was at before he went on his suspension bullshit. Yeah. That would be a good. Yeah, a good. good, Not even the Steelers. If I'm thinking Browns, like if they had a guy like Martavis Bryant take a little pressure off Jarvis Landry, you'd get you'd get production out of Martavis Bryant and Jarvis Landry. That could be deadly, but Mar- Martavis Bryant hasn't been Martavis Bryant since Martavis Bryant was Martavis Bryant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I hear you. <laughs> but what I'm thinking, Devin Funches. Yes, that would yeah, work. That would work. That's a big motherfucker right there. He tall. That's a, that's a big, tall ma. Mm-hmm. 1.3 mil a year. Okay. Yeah. Ain't much. No. And he's talented. Lanky, tall, wide range. So you don't have to sign A.B. If you get a Devin Funches and a Jarvis Landry on both sides, talking X and B button 
options. Yeah. Uh, in, the, in the Xbox world. Yeah. One and two wideouts. Uh, DeAnthony Thomas, KC. Short guy, very underrated at 26, but he's fast. I think yeah. he might be something someone picks up somewhere. Josh Gordon, obviously, I don't know what his deal is. But yeah, I mean, it's just those guys that we named. Can't lay off the weed, so. Yeah, you can't lay off the weed. Adam Humphreys, I think, is going to be a big pickup somewhere if Tampa Bay doesn't re-sign him. Yeah, I agree. Because he had a good year. Funchess, also a, speaking of Funchess, back when we were talking about Funchess, uh, Michigan alum. And also played at old Farmington Hills Harrison back in the day. Wow. Yeah. The more you know. That's excellent. Where is he? Where'd he go? There he is. Hi, Devin. Click on you. I can't. Oh, I can. Went to Michigan. Mm -hmm. Second round pick in 2015. 24 years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you go wrong? No, Devin Funches. No, because you're he not. He's not going to be spendy. No, not at all. No, I, even Denver, I think, should take a shot at <gasps> some of these people. How about the How about the Chicago Bears? Huh? What do you think? Huh? I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't be mad at Chicago for taking a leap on Martavis, or uh, even, you know. Alan Robinson, Anthony Thomas, and a little, uh, little uh, Devin Funchess. I like Devin. I like Devin Funchess. That's a good. That's a good free agent. I'm a fan of that. I think if Chicago picked up Devin Funchess, I think, uh, you know, old boy would have a little bit, a little, little heavier option set. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't mind that at all. Also, Adam Humphreys is something you got to look at. He's light skinted. But right. he's talented. Just, just talented. I agree. Pierre Garcon's like a million years old. Yeah, forget We're that. Talk about him. Randall Cobb's going to fetch a lot of money. Talking ten mil. What? Yep. ten mil. Randall Cobb. He can't. Demarius no. Thomas, thirty-one years old, fourteen million dollars. Also rolls over his car. That happens. That just happened. Yeah. I know, I read it. I'm not going to talk about it, because he's a tremendous human. And uh, so what, he likes to get a little uh, intoxicated, <laughs> roll his car with passengers. You know? Yeah. Whatever. They said that, that alcohol and drugs weren't involved. Well. You don't just roll your car. He might have had a fresh roll of honeys on him to make it not involved, is what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, 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 okay. But Pierre Garcon, nine and a half mil, thirty-three years old. Fuck no. Yeah, big time negative. Pierre uh, Tavon Austin, seven million dollars. What has he done lately? Not a lot. Golden Tate, thirty-one years old. Remember Golden Tate, six point two million. Ah, yes, Golden Tate. Now here's the bargain, okay? A premier wide receiver, maybe not your your number one, but John Brown at slightly a discount. You could probably knock him down three and a half million dollars a year, which is still a decent amount. But you have a very talented, fast wide receiver. And then from John Brown, you get the Funchess, you get the you know Cole Beasley, Adam Humphreys, 
all these guys. There's not a ton in free agency this year for wideouts. Not a ton of real talent. Mm-hmm. Andre Roberts, return specialist. Yeah. That's something to think about. But, yeah, I mean, in all reality, you're looking at your Devin Funchesses, your Golden Tates, your Randall Cobbs. Other than that, it's kind of slim pickings. Right. And now that we're on talking about the Browns and who they should pick up, even if it's not A.B., how about Kareem Hunt? Mm, I like it. How about that uh, one-year deal? Actually, kind of pissed that the Bears didn't get him. I'm honestly a little upset that Chicago didn't pick him up as well, because I, I thought they would. Because that would, that uh, you know, with Nagy being his first-year offensive coordinator, that would have been, I mean... Man, a match made in heaven, I thought. But what I'm guessing is Chicago's front office. I'm guessing Nagy requested it. Yeah, yeah. And Chicago's front office said no, because that would be a media nightmare. Yeah, pretty much. And it hasn't been, so I don't know but, what. Yeah. Well, and here's the deal: the Browns signed Kareem Hunt. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Worst case scenario, best case scenario, I should say, he gets suspended six games. Yeah, the Browns are only paying him five six hundred k for that one year. Yeah, starting week seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could dump him and not even feel it with their cap space. So that's a good call. So I don't see the problem. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. Um, you know, morality perhaps being called into question. Uh, your morals, like oh, you know, he he did this. You shouldn't, you shouldn't sign him. You shouldn't have him on your team. The fact of the matter is, the NFL is a business. Okay, right. you take players who are going to make your team better. Mm-hmm. I mean, this isn't Cleveland saying, yeah, you should absolutely line him up like Seabass, Seabass, and Janikowski and fucking tee off on the face as right. a female. You shouldn't do that. But this is the Browns saying, okay, this guy is obviously a generational talent. He made a mistake. We're aware of it. But we still think he can make an impact on the NFL today. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. sign. Yeah, and they're signing him for little to no money. So, therefore, that's like his punishment. Yeah. He's plus not making the, a lot of money. Plus the suspension. Plus whatever fines. are co- His fines might even equal out to the amount of money that he's making. Yeah, he might be working part-time at a Piggly Wiggly just to cover (laughs) fucking rent. We don't know. know? His fines might be outlandish because he's not going to make a mill this year, not even close. Right. Um, And it's not as though Kareem Hunt has this extensive rap sheet of assaults and violent offenses. Um, I want to talk about... uh, an article I read. I was at work. I was on the uh, interwebs. It's on MSN article by a uh, quote unquote journalist, Nancy Armour, who I am assuming is a fierce feminist. Okay. And if you want to be a feminist, that's fine. But you're insane. And this is why. So I'm going to, I'm going to read word for word. Her article this is what I'm going to do right now. Okay. So starting off, so fine, the Browns can sign Hunt. But as a condition, they must publicize the detailed plan with expectations 
The general manager, John Dorsey, is now on record as saying the team has for Hunt and provide monthly updates of his progress. Okay, so step one, they're already saying they have to keep track of him that deeply. As fa- This is no sports organization. This is women saying this is what the Browns need to do right. for some reason. They, they feel they have a spot here where they can say, this is what you need to do to make it okay. So this is her article. Mm-hmm. The Browns must also explain their extensive, quote-unquote, extensive due diligence, what they did before signing Hunt. If that didn't include speaking with the victims, why not? Okay, moving on. As for Kareem, he will need to give a full accounting of what happened that night, of the awful, awful video. The sarcasm runs deep here. As well as the January 2018 incident in a Kansas City bar where a man said, where one man said Hunt was a part of a group that beat him up in June 2018 in an Ohio resort. Okay, so one dude is saying, yeah, Kareem Hunt was there. He was throwing haymakers. That's enough to punish him, I guess. One dude said it. No. Uh, by the way, Von Miller raped me four years ago. I want uh, reparations for that as well. I would I like said some it. money, please. I said it. It must be true. I seen it. I was a witness. There you go. I have a witness. Von Miller, you're on the hook. I need at least one and a half mil to shut up, to make me uh, shut up. Fifteen, please. Fifteen. Okay, yeah. That's fair. Fifteen million. Hunt will also, when the people in charge of his treatment deem it appropriate, need to speak with incoming rookies and high school boys about his experience, much like Ray Rice does. So now we're, I guess, com- comparing these two, even though Ray Rice straight haymakered his fiance in an elevator, and they're married, but whatever. Not until after. Yeah. Explain where the rage inside of him stemmed from. So we're going to tear apart his entire childhood, I guess. <laughs> Acknowledge what it cost him from the money he lost after being cut to the embarrassment he caused his friends family, and everyone else who'd put their trust in him. Describe the tools that he's used to ensure he never harms anyone again. Okay? So, again, this is their list of demands from a totally unauthorized standpoint. Right. If Hunt and the Browns fall short anywhere, any of these uh, demands that they've made, if he falls short anywhere, then the NFL steps in. And I don't want to hear a $10,000 fine. I want a third or fourth round draft pick. Every penny the team would normally make from a home game. Concession sales, parking, in-stadium advertising, all of it. Anything that doesn't go towards the league's revenue-sharing pot, the Browns have to sacrifice. With that money that they sacrifice being used for educational programs designed to break the cycle of domestic violence. Okay. Any more episodes by Hunt or indication he's not sincere about his rehabilitation efforts and he's banned for two whole seasons. I think that's a healthy enough chunk of time to act as a deterrent, but still provides him incentive to get help so that he can be a decent person. Wow. That's, uh... That is a lot. Okay. Newsflash. You don't get to decide... 
what NFL teams pay as reparations for anything at any point in time ever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Done deal. So your article is horseshit. Your demands are unwarranted as you have nothing to do with them. You demanding that the Cleveland Browns sacrifice all of the income they make from a home game if Kareem Hunt doesn't follow up on your one of the 10,000 things you need him to do to be acceptable. Right. That's ridiculous. Okay. Is is domestic violence in the NFL any more of an issue than domestic violence in South Central Los Angeles? Really? As a whole? Is the NFL's rate of domestic violence that much higher than the rest of everybody that you feel you deserve to cut this guy down and and take everything from him because of a video that surfaced in a hotel? Is that fair? You have no fucking idea what happened leading up to that situation. You have no clue. She could have been fucking saying horrifying things to this man. And let it be known, she waltzed into his hotel room uninvited, refused to leave, and then apparently spewed a bunch of racial slurs. If any of that's factual, as far as I know, the refusing to leave part is. Okay, let's just, let's reiterate this situation. I'm in my home. Mm-hmm. Some female just strolls in off the street, starts calling me a cracker-ass bitch. <laughs> okay? I would I would laugh, but continue. Yeah, I mean, that's funny. But, and then <laughs> I tell, all right, get the fuck out of here. And she's like, no, I'm not leaving. What do you do? Do you force her into the hallway and when she fights back, give her a little extra? Maybe. I would. I'm no better. If some strange woman is in my home and refuses to leave, I'm going to use physical force to remove her from my domain. Okay. Probably just just pull out that gun, shoot her in the foot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Is that bad? (laughs) I I mean, uh, that's the thing. At what point is what he did wrong and what she did correct? None of it's really? correct. Really, nobody's but... nobody's looking at what she did. They're all just focusing on Kareem Hunt, and I don't think that's fair. So I read I read the same article because you sent it to to me, kind of. We should on the email that we share. On the shared for, email, yeah, yeah. So I read it, and I think it's extreme. But at the same time, and I, I don't agree with her, her article. But it's just an opinion. It, she, she did, she doesn't mean anything. She just works for MSNBC, and this, this is what her opinion is on how it should. She thinks it should be fixed. Yeah. It's not really. I mean, uh, I don't know. But it, the I, thing is, it's it, not just her. It's like I know. It's a collective melting pot of ideas. And I don't think any of it's right. You you should just let the NFL handle it. If the NFL wants to give him a one-game suspension for that, then you can go into uproar and say, well, that's not right. But to, to trash a man's career over one mistake, I think, is outlandish. Mm-hmm. I agree. I just... I don't know. It's just it's a shitty... It's a shitty situation. 
nothing to make it look like they give a shit. Uh, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah, they gotta show they gotta show that they care, like that they don't want this to happen in the future, and they should. I mean, six games is what he's getting at the best best case scenario for him. Six games, I would imagine. Yeah, I'm ready. You got four games for deflated football. <laughs> Ray yeah, Rice I mean... isn't in the league anymore. But you, I hate the comparison to Ray Rice. Like Ray Rice, number one, socked that socked his then girlfriend in the face. Okay, that's number one. Totally different than what it. I mean, not totally, but pretty much. They're pretty much two completely different scenarios. Yeah. Socked his woman in the face, and then he was also like thirty years old when it happened, or when it was found out. Therefore, he was at the end of his career. Kareem Hunt, like you said, we don't know what what that woman said to him. Or what happened exactly, if everything you said is true, how much, like, and Kareem Hunt, I didn't think, he didn't, like, boot that bitch in the face. No. You know? So, I I don't know. It's just, I, I hate the Ray Rice comparison, but I, I guess it's always going to be the Ray Rice comparison. Well, Ray Rice, Ray Rice is no longer in the league, therefore, Kareem Hunt shouldn't be in the league. Like, Yeah, well, Ray Rice was no longer relevant when any of this happened. Right. The Ravens can move on from him without any real repercussions. Right. So, Cream Hunt being a new face, a generational talent, it's entirely different. There's literally how about, one. How about there's Joe literally Nixon? one? Yeah, he shouldn't be in the league. No. If if Kareem Hunt never never plays an NFL game again, and Joe Mixon has a fucking ten year career, I'm going to be livid. Yeah. Joe Mixon cold cocked a chick in a diner on camera in front of at least 40 other people just walked out he got drafted third round yep second actually second, second round sorry he fell fell to the second because he fell to the it. second round because he straight cold cocked a chick in the face i mean it on was, camera it was the cincinnati Bengals. i mean we saw that coming didn't we yeah absolutely but that's where all the criminals go. That's my whole point. Like, are are the Cleveland or the uh, are the Kansas City Chiefs really so much holier than thou that they don't hold on to them and wait? Really, you have a potential Walter Payton in your lineup. You're not going to let it play out. I would. I would. I'm not letting that guy go. Sit on the bench on his go rookie contract. Him. Absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but Andy Reid is apparently so much better than everyone else that he has to release said player. And maybe it wasn't Andy Reid's call. It might have been from the front office. It was definitely but, from the front office. But either way, yeah, he made a mistake. Yeah, he's young. But we don't know what happened. No. We weren't there. So to <clears> sit and watch video of some chick falling down in a hallway and him like half-heartedly throwing a foot in her direct it's not like he teed her up like fucking you right. know <laughs> he didn't tear up like david acres and fucking crank her off the left foot you know it no. he just like it was a, a love tap at best is it right, right. no but i don't think it's that wrong right. to say that he deserves to be banned there was literally one thing in that article that i 
agreed with somewhat on what I would like, just on what I, I don't feel like Kareem Hunt obviously doesn't owe me anything. I don't give a fuck. I don't really care how this play. <laughs> I really don't. I don't really give a shit how this plays out. No, me either. Um, but <clears throat> the only thing that I really even remotely agreed with was how Ray Rice talks to incoming players about his experiences. I think, yeah. I think it wouldn't hurt for Kareem Hunt to be like, hey, don't, no. don't do stupid shit. Keep it in the hotel room. <laughs> yeah, don't let her in the hallway when you kick her because everyone will see. No, I don't disagree with that at all. I think that's a good idea. I think that, that would help him grow as a human being because he is so young. Right. Uh, how old is he? 23, 24? Probably not even? even. Probably not even that old. 21, 22, somewhere in there. I don't see how that would be a negative thing. But the rest of it, I think, is outlandish. Like, for for the Cleveland Browns, it's just like, okay, yeah, we have to give away. Like, you're talking, you know, five, six million dollars for domestic violence? Really? Because one of your players was investigated for domestic violence? That's how that's outrageous. Now, take that same situation. Joe Blow down the street, living in the single wide, smacks his wife around. And the United States government's like, yeah, you owe us $6 million now. Why aren't the feminists crying about that? Is it be- and the only reason, the o- absolute only fucking reason. Joe Blow females- down the street doesn't make as yeah. much money as. Joe Blow down the street has 12 bucks and change in a mason jar. And Kareem Hunt just made money. That's the only reason they're going after this. Money for their cause. Selfishness and bullshit. That's it. And that's what bothers me. If you were 100%, if you came at it with a, just you know, 100% honesty, hey, I don't agree with this. I don't believe in it. I think this needs to happen. Counseling needs to happen. You know, open communication needs to happen. No, you're like, give me money. All of your money. Because you made a mistake. And the fact of the matter is, females assault men at a much higher rate than men assault females, but no one reports it. Yeah. Nobody you know? wants to nobody it, it, wants it, to say I got beat by my wife. Yeah, and that's the thorn in the craw of this whole fucking movement. Is that in all reality, females are more violent than men are. But they want to pin it on the NFL because that's a cash cow. So every yeah. case that comes out of the NFL, like, oh, give us money, give us money, give us money. But some retard working, you know, 36 hours a week at the... They're not going to give him 40 hours a week. It's, they have to cover his insurance. <laughs> right. But right. 36 hours a week at the factory, you know, uh, well, you know, maybe his parents, maybe he was brought up wrong. Yeah, you know, because you can't bleed him dry for everything he has. Because you can't take away his entire life. That's why. And that's bullshit. The whole article is bullshit. And I disagree with it horrendously like at a very personal level i disagree with that article i'm defending kareem hunt i think he made a mistake i think he's wrong but i think he's going to be one of the best running backs in the nfl for years to come and i think he he deserves a chance to make his dreams come true and if that female wants a settlement in civil court then he can pay her but for the entire movement to attack him is ridiculous I agree. Just not as passionate about it, but I agree. 
I, I don't know. I, I read the article. I was at work, and I was just so fucking angry. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Really? But, I mean, it is what it is. Hopefully, uh, he gets past it, and he makes a, a good career for himself in Cleveland. I hope the Cleveland Browns turn it around and, and be a playoff team consistently. I'd love to see some more Broncos-Browns playoff matchups. Right. I also don't... I, I one more point that I agree that I agree on with you is that I don't understand how I lost my train of thought. Tighten up. Yeah, we were talking about the you went Browns Broncos on me, and I lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, oh, like why? Like the whole punishing the Browns for taking a chance on him. Yeah. Like if he slips up, that the whole reason they took a chance on him is because he's cheap. Yeah. And he's a good player. Like hey, to the make Browns, him pay millions is fucking dumb. Yeah, the Browns have literally not nearly as much invest like the Browns will cover Brown, like Kareem Hunt's contract in one home game. Yeah. They'll cover that easily, twice at least. So to go after the Browns is is wrong because they're just you know, realizing that this guy could potentially be that guy, yeah, for their franchise. I mean, if he and made if a mistake, we'll get a chance. Yeah, and if he makes another mistake, then guess what? We only spent five hundred thousand dollars on him. See you later. We don't even care. It yeah. doesn't even matter. Don't let the know? door hit you in the ass on the way out. Yeah. You know, get the fuck out of my <laughs> locker room, Sandra. I got no use for you. Bye now. You know, who cares? Uh, I think targeting the Browns is wrong uh, because they're just taking advantage of a, a an advantageous Browns, situation for them. The Browns may also not be doing any of the shit they're even fucking talking about because they just got to make it look good so people like her don't fucking get go, you know. Yeah. And honestly, outraged. a fucking single housewife from Newport wants to fucking throw a fit. Over Kareem Hunt? Who gives a fuck? Really? No one cares. Nobody. Post on Twitter all you want. You have 17 followers, and not a one of them give a fuck. You know? That's that's the reality of it. This right. is the NFL. This is a multi-billion dollar industry. Yep. One cantankerous female will not sink that. That's not going to happen. Absolutely so not. truly, they're they're posting it to give notice, but at the same time, no one cares. <clears throat> so moving on from Kareem Hunt, uh, hopefully he turns it around, has a, a good season after his suspension, which I'm assuming will be at least six games. Oh, what what round do you think we got to pick him up in the fantasy drafts now? Late, 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 late. If you pick him up at all, it's late. If, no. if you're a fantasy guy. And you want Kareem Hunt? I wouldn't. Ooh, I mean, it's tough. I fourth, fifth round at best, yeah. and that's if you're desperate. Somewhere in there, somewhere in there. I, I mean, I'm a champion. I don't care if I regress this year. Okay. Fourth, I want fifth it all. round. You already have two running backs. Fourth, fifth round. You got your quarterback. Yeah. You, you might have a. Well, Let's you say you already drafted Wendell Smallwood. Yeah. Okay. And he's going to be Blunt. a stud next year. Yeah. Yeah. Then you don't even have to worry about it. Yeah. And Wendell Smallwood. You probably got Derrick Henry. Who is due for a good year. <laughs> he has to have a good year. There's no way he doesn't have a good year. 
I, if he I doesn't, I'm going to be he so live. He won't. He he's going to have a all. he's going to have a great week. 15, 16, 17 wild card round. That's that's going to be. You think Tennessee is going to make the playoffs next year? I have no idea. I don't think they will, but that's fine. I think the Colts are going to have a resurgence though with all that money they got. Yikes! Oh, yeah. The oh, Colts yeah. go out there and sling it around. That that's going to be the reason the Titans don't make the playoffs. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Exactly. I think the Jags are still going to suck. I think the Colts are going to be great. I think Tennessee is going to be What are you talking awful. about? The Jags, you're going to have Kyler Murray. No. <laughs> they won't. The Broncos I, I mean, fuck, they might. I think the Broncos might, though, which is a mistake, John. Listen. Hey, John. Hey. No. Bad. All right. <clears throat> I did. Anyway. Moving on. Moving on. I got uh, Joe Flacco being traded to the Broncos for a fourth or fifth round pick. Broncos Super Bowl. Here we come. Yeah, absolutely. How can you not? Okay. Realistically, they might win one more game. No. no. I, I think there are seven. Here is what I think, Don, about Joe Flacco. I think this was good. This is good, decent for the Broncos. This is I probably so bad to be positive about this. I'm trying to for you right now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't hate Flacco. I really don't. You want to know why? Because Joe Flacco, they, they got better. And they got better because Joe Flacco is not going to lose you games. No. That's Joe. You are not going to lose because Joe Flacco turned the ball over. That's true. He doesn't. You're going to have, if, as long as, if you have a good defense and Joe Flacco, you have the t- you have the pieces for success. As long as you can keep Flacco a little bit healthy, as long as you can keep him off the ground. Denver's offensive line has improved wildly in years recent. Right. So. So. It could be. I'm trying to give you a little hope here, but Joe Flacco, and you're also not going to win games because of Joe Flacco. Let's just. Be no, honest. he's he is absolutely <laughs> not going to bring you to the promised land single handedly. Right. That's not going to happen. He's not a Tom Brady. No. He's he's not Brett Favre. He's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not any of those guys. Joe Flacco, when he got paid, bought himself a ten-piece McNugget meal from the old McDonald's. Yeah, I, here's what I like. <laughs> the more you know. Here's what I like about it. Okay, yeah. seasoned playoff experience, winning Super playoff Bowl record, champion, Super, Super Bowl, Bowl champion, MVP, wasn't he? I agree. I think maybe not. I think he might have been. I'm not sure. But Continue. and he has years of experience in a team that offensively never helped him out one ounce. Name me the two starting running backs for the Baltimore Ravens last season. Gus Edwards was one. Yep. Fuck. Uh but uh, Javarius, uh Buck Allen. Buck Allen. Okay. See, that's not good. You you asked the wrong guy though. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. Your best wide receiver who? Your best your best running back was Lamar Jackson, let's be real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come on. Tighten up. So you got a Flacco and Continue Baltimore Ravens. Continue with the question though. What was the wide wide receiver question? Best wide receivers. You had John Brown and who else? Michael Crabtree. Yes. Got his chain stolen twice. Let's move on. Michael Crabtree, John Brown, who is very rarely used. 
Who's your third wide receiver? Really? No one knows. Nope. I don't know either. Ah, Willie Sneed. Will Sneed. Ah, there Willie Sneed to fifth. Yeah, and he hasn't been relevant for a minute. But here's the thing. So you have Joe Flacco. He is a franchise quarterback. Obviously, they kept him there that long. But you're not doing anything to help him offensively. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Your drafts aren't very good. Your free agency pickups, besides Willie Sneed, aren't great. And your running backs are two no-name motherfuckers who kind of made an impression at the end of last year. Like, they made themselves, like, decent, you know, flex spots on a, on a fantasy roster if you had 16 teams, you know? Mm-hmm. Buck Allen was like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I'll play Buck Allen. But I don't think Joe Flacco's as bad as people think he is. I think Joe Flacco, if he's kept upright in the right offense, he still has a monster arm. Let's not fuck that up. Okay. Joe Flacco can sling it. There's no doubt in my mind. He's six foot six, two hundred and twenty pounds. Okay. Physical, tall, rocket arm, aging, but playoff experience, veteran quarterback. I don't think that he's going to bring you to the promised land by himself. But I think if Denver maintains their core defense, brings in some secondary talent, maybe a landing Collins. You heard it here first. Maybe Landon Collins coming in from the Giants. I think you could fuck with a playoff run. I think you might go into Kansas City and beat the Chiefs here and there. Speaking of Landon Collins, when the Bears didn't pick up, when the Bears didn't draft Landon Collins, I was not very happy. Who did they pick up in second? Kyle Long? No, that was. I have no, I have no idea. I had, I'd have to. I'd have to take a peek. But... It might have been Kyle Long. Which wasn't a bad pick. It was Kyle Long's a tremendous offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. But, uh, and, and the Bears' defense is not struggling minus Landon Collins. Let's be honest. But if Denver picks up Landon Collins, a, a veteran safety, you got a lot of young talent. Denver's defense last year was still very good. A lot mm-hmm. of people don't realize that. They were still a very good defensive football team. Nah, I'm not too. I'm not too pissed. I'm pissed about their first, their first round pick. Their first round pick in 2015 when Landon Collins was picked was Kevin White. Oh yeah. Well, hey, Kevin White played like what three games? The Bears. Then they went to uh, yeah. He hasn't played very much. Eddie Goldman. So he's you know. I remember D- Eddie Goldman. D line. He's still on the team. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, Eddie Goldman's all right, though. No, I mean, okay. let's look at the 2015 first round, 2015 Leonard draft. Do the Bears hold on to Leonard Floyd? Uh, he's he's not it. He's really, I mean, honestly, though, do you, do you think they're a better team if they get rid of Leonard Floyd? No, uh, I don't think so either. I think he's a tremendous talent. That's something I forgot to talk about, Leonard Floyd. Because I think he's coming up this year on his contract, too. But they just paid Khalil Mack. You're going to have to pay Mitchie T in a year or two. Do the Bears stick with Mitchie T for the next two to three years? Oh, you know who the Bears could have had in the 2015 draft? Fucking Todd Gurley. Oh. 
I was going to say Dak Prescott, but I don't know what year he got drafted. 2016. Here's the players who were drafted before Kevin White. Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Dante Fowler, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper hurts. Well, that's before Kevin White, so like they didn't unless they traded. Oh, they couldn't have got him. Right. So here's the guys after well, Leonard Williams and Brandon Scherf, who's an offensive tackle for the Redskins, went to I. Yeah. Yep. So here's what here's what came after Kevin White. Vic Beasley. Eric Flowers. Oh, Vic Beasley though. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Todd Todd Gurley. Yikes. Trey Waynes. Trey Wayne, it hurt of me. I ain't hurt of you. Melvin Gordon. Ouch. Danny Shelton. Ooh, Danny Shelton is D tackle though. That's not a bad. That's not a bad call. Kevin Johnson, Eric Armstead, Marcus Peters. Ooh, wee. Cameron Irving, Nelson Aguilar, Bud Dupree, Shane Ray. Shane Ray. He had a touchdown once. Remember. No one cares. How about this? Go back four. Who'd you say? Marcus Peters? Yeah. He sucked this year. Yeah, he did. He was awful. He was awful. the worst. I didn't realize. I forgot about Devontae Parker was taken in the first round that year. Really? Miami Dolphins from Louisville. Yeah. Devontae Parker. Wow. Okay. I mean, he's been all right. Dog shit, really. But anyway. I mean, I wouldn't uh, first round picks uh, much of a, a reach for Devontae well, Parker, but the Dolphins got more out of Devontae Parker than the Bears got out of fucking Kevin White, so a lot more, yeah. They could have got a lot more out of Danny Shelton or Todd Gurley than they Todd got. Todd Gurley went Todd Gurley went number ten because he was coming off ACL surgery. Yeah, but it's twenty fifteen at this point. ACL surgery doesn't even matter. I know. People anyway. were people were worried. Yeah, I guess so. But what's your what's our next news? But okay, so here's the deal with Flacco. Uh, oh, I think okay. I think the Broncos are a better football team with Joe Flacco than they were with Case Keenum. I also think the Baltimore Ravens are a better football team without Joe Flacco. The locker room is defined. You have a direction. You have this guy. You have his skill set. You're working off of that. You're not worried about mixing in Joe Flacco at this point. Right. So I I think both teams walked away. And if you look at it realistically, Denver basically traded away an aging Demarius Thomas, which I'm still hurt about Mm -hmm. because I love DT for a a quarterback they can run for another three years if he does well. Right. So at the end of the day, is Denver going to be a Super Bowl contender? No. But given a good draft and a good offseason, Vic Fangio making some defensive adjudge- adjustments, I think they could be relevant in a playoff race right now with what they have. Good. Yeah. yeah. So is your your quarterback lineup going to be Flacco and then Keenum, or are you getting rid of Keenum? I, I think Keenum is going to stay, and it's going to be a uh, quote-unquote quarterback controversy. But everyone knows Joe Flacco's starting week one. There's no doubt. I mean, Keenum's going to have to be fucking... Keenum, I don't give crack- a fuck if he throws 19 tutters and zero picks in preseason. The fucker ain't starting. Keenum's going to have to be practice squad hero. 
Yeah, he he's he's gonna make his fucking eight million dollars, which is yeah. outlandish. But he's gonna make it. But he ain't gonna be starting. Not a chance in hell. Well, so I thought before, I, was it Keenum that I was thinking at the beginning of the season that I think I I might have said the same thing about Keenum that I am about Flacco right now. Maybe. But now Keenum's doing non-Keenum like things. Yeah, the Keenum when he played for Minnesota came into Denver and he was dog shit, but in Minnesota he was great. And Flacco, he's coming out of a kind of a rough stretch, and and, and through no fault of his own, you know they drafted Lamar Jackson. He they worked him in. Flacco was obviously not fucking having it. He's like, listen, dude, I fucking won you a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I have the playoff experience. I'm a good quarterback. I don't need this bullshit. And now he's going to Denver, and he his only competition is Case Keenum, who is absolute horseshit. Everyone's like, well, if you look at the numbers, Case Keenum and Joe Flacco really aren't that different. Yeah, eat a dick. Actually, they are. Case Keenum threw, what, 15 tutters, turned the ball over 20 times? Mm-hmm. Joe Flacco, in 12 games, mind you, threw 12 tutters, 6 picks. In 16 games, Case Keenum throws 15 totters, 20 turnovers. That's what killed Denver. It's not... They've never had, besides like when Peyton Manning was there and had the ridiculous year, their offense has never been that tremendous. They run the ball, they convert on third down, they score points, the defense holds them off. That's Denver Broncos football. That's what you do. Case Keenum can't put up points. He doesn't. They punt seven times a game. That's not going to get it did. Question, Don, for you. What happened to Noshan Moreno? He was traded. Yeah, but he's kind of fallen off the face of the earth now. He like tears yeah, his ACL. Or... I don't think he's in the NFL anymore. We playing for the AAF pretty quick here. Probably. I don't. I used to. I was a big fan of Noshan Moreno actually when he came out of Georgia. Sam, I like his name. Yeah, that's a good name. <laughs> I don't know where he is now. I honestly... Uh, he hasn't been name... in Denver since like 2015, 16 yeah. maybe. I'm going to name my first child Noshan. So. Same here. Doesn't Gender doesn't matter. No. Mm-mm. Don't care. Ah, if it's a girl, I'm going to call it Noshana. <laughs> no, probably not. Anyway. Let's see here. I'm on uh, No Sean Moreno's Wikipedia page. What happened to No Sean Moreno? He played for the Dolphins up until uh, 2014. He played three games. Never had a thousand yard season. No, but he had a couple good fantasy games, I remember. I lied. 2013, before he got traded, had a thousand yard season. Yeah. Yep. 2013. Yeah, I was in college. And Tutters. Yeah. I remember. No, Sean Moreno was the free agency pickup that year. Yeah. Anyway. So, what happened? He just quit playing football? I guess. Anywho, let's move on. Oh, okay. 
So in 20, October 2014, Moreno tore his ACL, was unable to play for the remainder of the 2014 season. As of April of 2018, he has not been signed by any team, despite a stated desire to make a comeback. Oh, so he wants to come so back. So he wants to play. No one wants to sign him. AAF, or AAFL. American Alliance Football League. He's ready. Uh, that's going to be him. Him and Trent Richardson out there just slinging it. Trent Richardson's dominating that fucking league. Yeah. Yeah. Not really. He has a, a still like a 2.8 yard per yeah. carry average. It's okay. How about uh, Denver choosing to not pick up the option on Brandon Marshall? I don't know. You tell me more about that. I don't. Well. What's your thoughts uh, on that? As a Broncos fan, you know it it sucks because I'm a big fan of Brandon Marshall. Yeah, I loved him the year they went to the Super Bowl. I thought he was tremendous. You know, he's talking about the Marcus Ware, Von Miller driving the running back right into him, and uh, he played tremendously that year. And now he's just been dealing with injuries. You got Todd Davis coming up. You got Josie Jewell from the draft, and the injuries that he's been dealing with. It's not worth it to keep him. When Josie Drew was in high or in college and probably high school, I wasn't here when he was in high school. When he was in college here in Iowa, Josie Drew was a fucking god. Josie Drew is a god. He still is. He was an animal. Yeah, I remember when he was ridiculous. playing at Iowa, he was insane. He's insane in Denver when they give him a chance, and now he's going to have his chance. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be Josie Drew and Todd Davis inside linebackers with Von Miller and Bradley Chubb rolled up. And that 3-4 is what's going to happen. But uh, am I mad about it? No. I, I can't be mad at it. As much as I like Brandon Marshall, the injuries the last few years have just... It, we can't afford it. We can't afford to have a guy on IR like that. So I wish him the best of luck. And uh, I think he's been a tremendous uh, gift here in Denver, helping bring the Super Bowl to Denver in my lifetime that I can actually remember. So that was cool. But, uh, you know, it's a business. So if you can't play, if you can't stand on two feet and play 16 games, you you ain't got to stay around long. So I hope he goes somewhere good, and I hope he has a run, and I hope he has a good career. Like Sean Lee, man. Like yeah, Obviously, Sean Lee's at a more drastic injury prop. More, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Brandon Marshall. Obviously, more injury like prone. Right. But Sean Lee, you can't. You, you're like, oh, I got him for seven games. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, Sean Lee's like, hey, half the year. That ain't bad. Um, oh, the luckily fucking soft have, tissue injuries that that guy know, has. Luckily, they have Leighton Vanderesh yeah. to pick up the slack because he is an animal. But uh, yeah, I, I can't be mad at that. So it is what it is. I mean, people. You, you can't you can't stay healthy. You get older. Obviously, you got young talent coming up. Time to move on. That's just that's all it comes down to. And if somebody's interested, they'll pick him up. And if not, yeah. I mean, he, how, how long has he even been in the How long has he been in the league for? Brandon Marshall since like 2010. Oh, so it, like, mm, no, I'm lying. That can't be that long. Did you? Let's see here. I'm on the Wikipedia's again. Okay. Reliable source. 
Long See here, NFL there. Draft 2012. Fifth round, pick 142. Super Bowl champion, 419 solo tackles in his career thus far. He started nice. off in Jacksonville, got cut, picked up by Denver, had a very good career there. Oh, and now Six, seven years, yeah. moving on. Um, moving on. Somebody else pick him up. Yeah. Somebody, uh, if somebody, somebody need an inside backer. Up, honestly, if somebody doesn't pick him up, Denver's going to re-sign him anyway. Yeah, they're not going to let him walk if, if no one wants him. Just for cheap is all. Yeah, they're just for less money. See, see that I mean, it's a good. I mean, if nobody wants him, Denver's like, see, nobody else wanted you, so why don't you come so on back? Come on back, six hundred k. Right. So yeah. But they just signed Todd Davis last year to a three-year contract with a lot of money. So, I mean, he had to go. Yeah, it is what it is. Yep. So how about uh, the NFL, Colin Kaepernick, reaching a settlement on the collusion case? Um. So every liberal, every, every liberal says that Colin Kaepernick won the case. Which I mean, in a, in a sense, it's not very often you get the NFL to settle. No. Most of the time, the NFL is going to go; they'll go all through the court process, and we're uh, they're here to play. They're they're here to, you know, they're going to stick it stick through it because eventually they'll win. Yeah. So for the NFL to give up, I guess in a way, Colin Kaepernick won. I don't really care about the winning, the losing. Don't I don't, whatever. What is your thoughts, Don? I know you're. I, I I read your article. I assume that you have some thoughts on this. Yeah, I do have some thoughts on this actually. Um, so there's basically two factions when it comes to the Colin Kaepernick debate. You have your right leaning polit- political NFL fans who are like, "Yo, well, Colin Kaepernick's shitting on the flag. He's shitting on America. He's shitting on troops. He's shitting on everyone." Um. And you have your left wing who are like, he's standing up for what he believes in. It's his right. You know, I think he's an, a hero. He's so brave. You know, whatever. Personally, I think he's a pussy. I think that he sucked in the NFL and he made himself relevant with the political debate. That's fine. Go ahead and do that. But uh, you sacrificed your career in the long run. So who really wins here? Me not having to watch you throw picks on Sundays. Uh, I won. But basically, the NFL paid him to just shut the fuck up. You know, just shut your fucking cock holster. No one cares. Yeah, make your statement. Sit on the bench during the national anthem. Polarize the locker room. Shit on the owners. The fact of the matter is, those people are the ones fucking paying you, dude. You fucked up. So now he's seeking a lawsuit because he's like, yeah, I fucked up. Now I don't have any money. Uh, the NFL probably just settled to get me out of their hair, and they did. But how much? How long is that going to last? You know, I mean, my whole opinion is he hates white people and what they've done to the Afro-American race. Ironically, he's adopted by two well-off, wealthy white people who put him in a very good school and gave him the spotlight at an early age. But we won't talk about that, because that's not relevant, apparently, to this argument. It is, but no one wants to talk about it, because it doesn't fit their agenda. Basically, 
he wants to say the NFL colluded with the owners. All right. So Roger Goodell and the owners got together and said, hey, we're not going to bring this guy back into the league after six years of dog shit. OK, because we don't want it because of his political opinion. When in reality, nobody wanted to pick him up because he sucked. Look yeah. at the last three years of his career. Dog shit. Terrible. Okay. I mean, who's going to pick him up? Especially with that media presence, that cancer on the locker room. Nobody wants him. That's not the NFL's fault. That's his fault for making right. the statements he did. So so my my thoughts on it, probably not not very strong. Because when it comes, well, we're, if we're being honest, when it, when it comes to politics, I'm not right, I'm not left, don't give a fuck. I'm... If there was a I don't give a fuck about anything party, I'm in that party. Yeah, me uh, too. Continuing. Um, the Kaepernick thing, like, I understand what I, I get where he was trying to go with it. I think he fucked up. I think that if if Patrick Mahomes did this during the season that he was on, Patrick Mahomes would still be in the league because Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. Colin Kaepernick doing it. Yeah. So people always are like when there's a backup quarterback who comes in and plays like dog shit or like some like the Buffalo or, uh, you know, if a backup, generally, if it's a backup quarterback or a really shitty quarterback starting for somebody, if the, the argument's always like, well, well, that guy's in the league, like Nathan Peterman, for example, that guy's in the league. Why is a Kaepernick in the league? The reason that Kaepernick's in the league, not in the league, is because first off, he's not that great, and he's just not worth the bullshit that comes with him. Exactly. Like, if you're going to want, if you want to stay in the league, you can't. the The statements that he was trying to make, it was just bad timing on his part. Yeah. After he had lost his starting job to Blaine Gabbert twice right now, now he wants to be a political activist okay. i mean for a guy for a guy who completes 59 percent of his passes throughout his career like you just i don't know like you 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 got what you were going for but you want to stay in the you, the way he did it he couldn't have both nope the way he went about it statements or you stay in the nfl that's it right and now, see, I just like I under I agree that there are that there is the talent level that he has. There is a spot for him in the league. Had he not had any, yeah, any extra baggage that comes with it. But like, do do you want to deal with the bullshit of be of your backup quarterback? Bringing so much media attention. That's why Tim Tebow is not in the fucking league. Besides some other, I mean, yeah. Besides the fact that he's totally untalented, right? But like, Tim Tebow could be, if he wanted to, could have been like a running back for the Patriots or just a backup yeah, quarterback. He, he could have been him, a fullback anywhere, right? But like, the reason he didn't get signed to teams was well, your backup quarterback brings you so much extra attention. Where, like, when you're the backup quarterback, your number one job is to not bring any attention to yourself. Yeah. Like, you just, you're just supposed to be there. 
and that's just it. It's it's not a race thing. It's not a collusion thing. It's the NFL putting a gag in the mouth of someone who's just been talking mad shit and they're tired of hearing about it. And then they're saying, you're not talented enough to play in this league. Okay, you need to fucking go. If we got to pay you a few million dollars, go ahead. Get the fuck on. They don't care. A few million dollars is literally nothing to Roger Goodell. So they don't care. They're just making him go away because they're tired of people talking about him and bringing this negative light to the front to the NFL and bringing you know lower tickets. Says, oh, since they started kneeling, I don't watch the NFL. Oh, would you shut the fuck up, Randy? No one cares. <laughs> Jesus, I served in Vietnam. That's great, and I appreciate your service. But the fact that you won't watch a football game because some dude is sitting on the bench during the national anthem is fucking asinine because you fought for them to do that. That's their right that you fought for, and you have to live with that. You knew that going in. Shut the fuck up. Not everyone agrees with your ideals. And that's one thing with Colin Kaepernick that I agree with. It's that he's not shitting on the armed forces. He's not. Okay. They people fight for his right to do that every day. Okay, lawyers, soldiers, whoever. And it, that's fine. Do that. But the fact of the matter is NFL owners don't want to fucking deal with it. The bullshit that comes with it. Right. I mean, Kareem Hunt was a very simple, you know, situation. You can deal with that, especially if you're not paying him anything. So, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah, I don't, it's just. It, like I said, if Patrick Mahomes did the same shit and you had in with Patrick Mahomes talent, there's somebody out. There's a team out there who would deal with the bullshit that comes with oh, or the, the aftermath. Right. The Chiefs would be all over it. Yeah, the Chiefs wouldn't even let him go. They're right. like, yeah, he's kind of an asshole, but he's pretty good. So we're going to keep him. Uh, don't buy tickets. I don't give a shit. Fuck you. Uh, you know. Super Bowls are coming. Don't worry yeah. about it. Eat a dick. Like, Who cares? Um, that's just like that's just the thing. Like You're worried if Colin Kaepernick had Patrick Mahomes' talent, Tom Brady' talent, had like if he had enough talent to deal with the, to outweigh the bullshit, Colin Kaepernick would still be in the league. Yeah, the fact that's of the, the matter that's is that's the whole problem. He the talent does not outweigh the bullshit that comes with him. Therefore, Colin Kaepernick no longer in the league. It is yeah. not a fucking collusion amongst league. It's not a collusion amongst the owners, even though most owners are white. Therefore, it probably is that right. Obviously, yeah. all white guys stick together, right? Always. There's no such thing as white guy loyalty, by the way. That's not a thing. Okay? If I'm with a white guy, and I'm just kind of near him, and he says a racial slur and gets his ass kicked, I'm not fucking helping him. No. If he says a racial slur, he's getting his ass kicked. Flip that situation on its head. Black guy says fucking white guy slur. White guy starts beating his ass. There's at least eight black guys coming to help him because it's loyalty among race. The white guy think that's not a thing. No, we just walk away. No, we just like, hey, that's unless I personally know you, I'm not. I'm walking out. Yeah, I'm out you of there. You probably had it coming. See you later. Yeah, I will watch. I don't care. There's no such thing as white guy loyalty. So to say that there's collusion amongst owners in the NFL to keep you out of the league, the fact of the matter is, in 2012 you had an all right playoff run. In 2013 you made it to the Super Bowl, but you failed. 
and the next three years you were absolute fucking horse shit, and no one wants to deal with your political agenda. So get the fuck on with your Afro and your Nike commercials, and get fucked with your fucking settlement money. No one cares about you anymore. You're useless. Fair enough. That's that's my opinion on it. He made his point. He sacrificed his career. He made himself a martyr. You got what you wanted. You're out. You're no good. You'll never play in the NFL again, ever in your life. You got your settlement money. You were either live off of it. Fuck off. Like I said earlier, you were either you were either making your statements or playing in the NFL. There was no. You weren't getting both. Yeah, you were never going to be able to do both. That was never going to be a thing. The NFL is not a corporation that's going to allow you to shit on them while also reaping the rewards of their advertising. That's not going to happen. Okay? So, you made yourself a martyr. You killed your career. That's great. You probably made like six mil on a fucking settlement. That's awesome. It's like a you know, a tenth of the contract of most NFL quarterbacks these days. But yeah, I mean, you did alright for yourself with that lawsuit. Good, so, good for you, buddy. essentially what we're saying is Kaepernick was the wrong leader of this. Yeah, 100%. You need someone who's actually fucking relevant in today's game. Colin Kaepernick, at the time that this all started, had already lost his job to Blaine Gabbert. It needed, okay? to, be in, needed to be like um, Antonio Brown. Yep. It needed to be like... Aiden Manning. Somebody... Wow. Peyton, Peyton, Peyton was not the right guy. Yeah. I wouldn't probably pick him. But right, he's definitely on the right know, side of things. Terrell so Suggs, right. a good defensive player, perhaps. So good Suggs is on the downhill. Star running back on the downhill, but you get it, right? Yeah, you know, one of these guys who's who you can't afford to get rid of. Patrick Mahomes uh, wasn't around then, but he with a guy with that with Super Bowl like MVP caliber all pro talent yeah but which now Kaepernick has like, never had he just talks like Kermit Frog I just gets through it like you know I just say yeah I'm making throws and me and Travis Kelsey are best friends shut the fuck up I hate you I hope you get traded to the fucking NFC like next year I love I'm tired of looking at you anyway he's not drafting gonna tra- him by the way they're gonna throw all of the money at him this year's fantasy draft, since I'm the champion, I feel like I should be able to pick first. And you're going to pick Mahomes? Yeah. Mm. 100%. But regardless, it's fine. Anyway, yeah, I think I think the whole thing, like I said, just the wrong. It was If somebody yeah. was going to do it, it couldn't be Colin Kaepernick. And if you had to have a guy leading it who was going to be re- – who is relevant – and then make it a tough decision. Like, now, does my talent outweigh the bullshit that I'm bringing? Not the, the bullshit's probably not the right word, but you, like, the baggage that I carry that comes with me is, does my talent outweigh that? Colin Kaepernick, it was an easy decision. Actually, no, no sir. Uh, it does yeah. not. So, see you later. Actually, not at all. Uh, bye. See you later. Good luck getting signed anywhere else. You're horrible. So, and, and, and keep in mind, this is Chip fucking Kelly we're talking about. Like, when, when this all happened. Like, Chip Kelly was a head coach when he was cut and, and gone. So, that's embarrassing, right? 
Because Chip Kelly is probably one of the worst NFL head coaches in the history of ever. Yes. Yeah, awful. Good college coach, terrible. Yeah, good in Oregon, terrible everywhere else. That's fine. Well, so basically, like, the the whole thing of it is, like, Kaepernick, if, if you have a belief, if you really believe in something, that's fine. But the fact of the matter is, you are earning money on the back of this corporation, okay? If you want to stand up to that corporation, you're not going to make money from them anymore. He made his last little chunk in a lawsuit, and that's going to be it. He's never going to play in the NFL ever again. And he has years left in him because Colin Kaepernick is still a young guy. But he's done. That's it. Dead. Because he wanted to make his political agenda more important than the locker room, than his coaches and his teammates. And that's what fucked him. I don't... I personally don't have any issue with Kaepernick. I have no issue with what he what he did, what he stands for. I it's just like we said, the the talent doesn't outweigh the media coverage, the baggage that comes with him being on your team and him being something he's not being a team player at well, eh, eh, that's probably bad words. But like I don't know. It's just yeah, did the wrong guy. He was just the wrong guy for it, and that's why he's no longer in the league because the talent wasn't there to outweigh the amount of baggage that came with him, that comes with him. Exactly. It's quite, I mean, he's too easy to get rid of to be the, the whistleblower on the whole thing, to be that guy, to be the figurehead of the, of the whole protest. To pick a guy who's so easy to get rid of was a mistake. And I think that maybe he fed into the the locker room like the people saying, oh, well, I think this is bullshit. And I think that, you know, police violence, you know, is an all-time high. It isn't, okay, mind you. It's not. If you think that police are killing people at a higher rate today than they were 50 years ago, then you're fucking inbred, okay? Because back in the day, they just shoot you for being there. They don't give a fuck. That's real talk. Because everything's on a body cam now, and it's on YouTube, you think it's a monumental issue. It's not. Okay, 120 cases a year? That's about, you know, 800% less than it was 50 years ago. That's pretty good. 800% lower rate. I'll take that. You know, especially when a dude's got a gun. Out of the 120 police shootings, you got maybe five that are unwarranted. And even in that moment, if you put yourself in that same guy's shoes, shoot or don't shoot, you're all making the same fuck up. I promise you, you are. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, his protest, whether it be ridiculous or not, he made it. He cost himself a career. And that's it. Yeah. But uh, I don't have anything else today. Do you? No, I think that's... I have all check marks over here, which is... Which means everything that I had is covered. So, Copy. <laughs> so uh, that's all we got for you today. I hope you enjoyed it. A little more political today than we usually are, but uh, you know, I hope maybe you'll have some opinions about that. Send us a message on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Let us know how you feel. Tell us. Yeah. Tell us we fucking, we, we're yeah. wrong. Tell me I'm a bigoted piece of shit that no one loves me. I love that shit. Absolutely do that. But... So, uh, Anyway, I'm Don with Anything But Basketball Podcast, joined by Damo, and uh, I think we're out. Yep. See you guys. Peace out.